Welcome to the Photo Mama podcast. I'm Roshi, your host, and I'm obsessed with all things business, strategy, personal growth, soul alignment, and helping you to navigate business while keeping it human AF, living in alignment to your values, and creating a life of your design. I'm a regular girl next door who bought a camera and overnight totally winged it and announced myself as a photographer, having no following, no idea what buttons to push on my camera, but a full soul aligned yes, passion, drive, and vision. In this podcast, I will teach you my tried and tested systems, mindset tools, rituals, and practices to support you in the growth of your business. This podcast will be an exploration and take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my soul riffs. I will not be shying away from the messy real talk. I am here to keep it authentic and down to earth. You can expect weekly doses of warm, embracing hugs, infused with some loving kick-ass riffs straight from my noggin into your eardrums. Sounds like a fuck yes to me. Let's do this. Thanks for pushing play. So I have with me today, virtually, the beautiful Amber Hawken and, oh, I'm already getting all the chills. (laughs) I moved up to the Gold Coast just over two years ago and I got in touch with a beautiful company I used to work for called Lululemon and they put me in touch with Amber to photograph her event that she was hosting, one of her many events. And I remember it was my first shoot on the Gold Coast and I remember rocking up to this event just going, I don't know this community, I'm just new here, I have no idea. And I remember photographing and capturing that event and just being like I need more of this human in my life like I was like I want to participate I don't want to fucking capture every piece that you delivered to that event was just so fuck it was so fucking beautiful and it was such a beautiful entry point for me moving to the Gold Coast to just witness what an incredible community there is up here and I was like yes there's like-minded humans woohoo and um then we got to do a branding shoot about a week later Mm. and I remember the laughs (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I've attended many of her um sovereign day events and not a lot of my um, followers would know this, but I used to teach yoga. So I hold a very high standard when it comes to any healing modalities. Mm. And I can hand on my heart say, Amber, your work is just fucking incredible. The realness of you in the room, but the space that you hold is literally, I'm always just like, when's the next one? When's the next one? Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Thank you. And I'm so grateful that you have created some space in your day to come and just have a chat with me but also all the beautiful listeners and dive into some of the conversations I would love to know though just a little bit more about you and your journey but also what like what makes you froth on the work that you do because you're so passionate about it and your heart is so there's so much heart behind it and again, I'm just getting goosebumps because it's a, a missing link in so many, and I'm not and it, like it's not in a judgment way, but it's a missing link in a lot of healing worlds where it does become quite ego driven. And also, like, how have you sustained being in your heart and not so driven by the ego and the fame that can come with, you know, holding these kind of spaces, events, and social mm. media platforms? Oh, man. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's really, um, thank you. That was, that was a really beautiful thing to actually reminisce on um, all the way back to that event. There's so much happening in my life and that kind of parallels with, it's almost like full circle after full circle at the moment. It's really beautiful. That event was so much fun. That photo shoot was so much fun. I absolutely loved it with you. Uh, thank you for that. And many, many since actually. Um, I'll try and go context of your question of a little bit more about myself and 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 this work 
I really liked that uh, last question, mainly because I have actually no fucking idea, but it's such a beautiful question. So let me um, let me give it a crack of how did I stay in my heart? I, I, I would be lying if I said, you know, that I've done that the whole way through. <laughs> like that would be a lie. Maybe it's a combination of um, going from a, a career that was really, I was a radiation therapist. I graduated in 2010, I think, 11, <laughs> as a radiation therapist and worked in radiation therapy, so cancer therapy all that time ago. And I only worked for 18 months. So you do prac the whole way through. Um, so I'd worked as a, as a student radiation therapist for years and then only as a qualified radiation therapist for 18 months before I left. And I remember when I left, I told myself, I can come back if I want to, but it just, it didn't land with me. Um, white lights, roofs, a lot of rules. And I grew up as a country girl, you know, I ate apples and bananas at lunchtime and sandwiches and <laughs> three veg and steak. And um, not saying that that's good, but my exposure to the outdoors and health and well-being was, it was just part of who I was. And I tended to be a really good student. You know, I would ask all the right questions in physics and biology to really understand everything. And, and when I became a student of radiation therapy, the more questions I asked, the more loops that you kind of like went down and questions that weren't answered. And it was like, well, this is just the way. And I'm like, well, what about this? Or what about that? Or what about this? And absolutely loved and adored, um, you know, all of the time and the, the, you know, Marie Curie's research into radiation and all of that incredible medical developments that are supportive. But it was like, there were these walls when it went outside, like looking at the whole person or the whole body or the function of everything. And it was, um, it's a bit of a reductionistic approach, which in, in many ways is incredible when you, when you need it, but it just felt so very wrong to me. It's like, I'm not in the right place. Like, I don't like this. Like, why are they eating such terrible food? And, mm -hmm. and I know that like there's research that this, you know, kills the cells, these cancer cells, but there's also, it also gives you cancer. And I, you know, and I'm not, no way, shape or form, my bagging radiation therapy or Western medicine. I just was confused about it not being like, can't we zoom out and look at everything kind of aspect. And I didn't leave not liking it. I actually left thinking, I just want to find out more. I want to see what else is out there. And then I um, essentially just went into human behavior, but I didn't want to go back into the system that I felt was already quite limited. So I didn't study psychology because when I asked all of my friends who studied psychology, they're like, look, you know, you end up with the degree and then you do your master's on top of it and then you do this and then you can choose where to go from there. And I just thought, fuck, I'm not going to do another six, seven, eight years and then have to like work my way. But like, I remember I was really vivacious and wanting to get shit done more than, <laughs> you know, these days I kind of chill out a bit more, I guess, kind of depends who you ask. <laughs> but from that, from that version of myself, I was like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to go all the way back through and hit more walls. So I did diplomas and I did like I studied a di diploma of cognitive uh, behavioral therapy like CBT, um, deep state repatterning therapy. I became a, a master NLP practitioner, a linguistic programming practitioner. I learned about breath and, the, and breath work both functionally and therapeutically back when it was, I remember doing it and being like, what the actual fuck is this? Like back in 2012 when it was like, still so weird and odd and what is this thing and what is this modality and I just thought it was the best thing ever mainly because it gave us sovereignty it's something mm. that we could do ourselves so I've explored like different holistic modalities and I worked a lot around someone who was a massive influence to me again he wasn't very well known then but he's now really big is Gabor Mate and he was one of my major influences around looking at the way that we behave and our defensive and destructive mechanisms um, and where they come from. And I wrote my book, The Unfuckwithable Life, which I forget I even wrote. Um, to be honest, I don't think about it very often, but it was based on looking at the addictive culture of humanity. Um, I got the idea from many different things, but one of my great influences there was Gabor Mate. And um, there's a TED Talk and a book called The War on Drugs. Um, it was like the Oh my God, I forget the title of it, but I remember reading in this book, it said, 
the solution to addiction isn't sobriety, it's connection. And I, everywhere I kind of looked, I worked as a personal trainer to get myself through uni. And wherever I looked, I saw addiction in my life and addiction in everyday life with, with all of us, we get stuck in trance, you know, trance, the word tra. Um, there's a beautiful podcast called the Emerald Podcast, and he talks about T-R-A, tra, it's trance, it's, it's always the bridge, transcendence, transgression, uh, transvestite, tra, 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 it's a bridge, it's a bridge, it's a bridge. So we're um, wired to go into trance, but where if we're not consciously devoted to something, we'll be stuck in trance somewhere else. It's our nature. So we're all in trance in different ways. So I wrote that book based on just wanting people to, God, it sounds very like cliche, but I just felt like we didn't really know that we were so dissatisfied. You know, it sounds a bit cliche, but it was just such, I was just so avidly wanting to help people see that and find a way for them to work through that themselves. And so the book was like the um, seven codes to, I remember the subtitle of my book <laughs> to um, it's like about vulnerability and freedom and it's about mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. And so these codes essentially are all of the different teachings from all of the philosophers and everything we know from the science and the research from um, psychotherapy to Eastern um, mental, emotional, even Vedic uh, traditions of medicine, just around self-connection, deep, unconditional love, forgiveness, um, somatic, emotional feeling and healing. And, and my work's really just the same thing, but um, in different ways is to give people that deeper understanding of themselves so that we've got choice, um, so that they can just, for me, life's an adventure. It's a playground. Like what, what's possible to experience? What can we have? And what, what's there to explore? And, and like how can we live and how can we, how do we even know what's possible if we don't even know where we're in a place we don't want to be because we're not even aware we don't want to be there. And it's such a, you know, it's such a um, difficult thing to explain. And people usually end up at points where they're like, what, how the fuck did I get here? And I don't like this and I don't like who I am and I don't like what I'm doing. And it's a beautiful turning point for many people or something dramatic happens. They get cancer or a car accident and it takes these wake up. So I just always wanted um, to give people the opportunity and I'm all about like tools and skills and practice and tools and skills and practice. Like you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. You've got this. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. And so just developed, like developed our alchemy retreats and um, you know, all of my programs and all of my retreats are rooted in giving that person back their ability to be in this world, however they want with like, inner freedom it sounds cliche but it's like so that they they're like holy fuck I can do this I can get out of this I can change this I have this choice I can explore this I can experience this shit what else is possible Mm. Um, for me it's just like I don't know why else would we be here so that's really what all of my all of my teachings are rooted in is like taking people back to themselves and and giving them that that option Mm. um and then just doing my best to humor my way through that at the same time. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, the human in our way through it. Sorry, that I was a very long answer, but I, I tried to like wrap in all the questions I loved that it. you asked. No, it's good because it gives a really beautiful like backdrop of like what, not even what you've done, but what you've experienced mm-hmm. to be in the seat of where you are. Yeah. Um, and again, like I've you know said at the beginning, I am so discerning where I place my energy and who I place it with and where I go with events. And you can feel all of that life experience and all of those journeys and all of those modalities in the space. And I just got this analogy. It's like you almost like, you know, at the Olympics, they like is it the baton where they like the flame. It's almost like yeah. you're, you like the flame, but then you're passing that over. Mm. Here you go. You're just like, you're just, you're just starting it for them. Mm-hmm. And then you pass it all the way back and go, you've got this, you can do this. Yeah. Um, creating little interdependent beings that also like to be in community. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that for me, community is so, I mean, that's how I wound up um, with some of my best mates in the, 
in the Lululemon crew and knowing you, it's like the community is the lifeblood um, of our, our femi- feminine essence in every single human being. And that agency is the lifeblood of that masculine essence. So we need both. Yeah. Um, thank you. I totally. really take that as a compliment. Like if I told you about the thoughts in my head the last 10 weeks, you'd be like, I don't know about this woman. <laughs> well, we're all human. <laughs> my pregnant, like for context, I've been. Oh, I, yes, she's pregnant. Sorry, yeah, yeah, congratulations. Pregnant. And so it's been like. I've, I've, I've had to relive every experience I didn't um, deeply look at in my entire life and maybe my lineage as well. And so that was mm. fun, but I popped out the other side and I'm feeling like life's good again. <laughs> yeah, and then just wait till they come earth side. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm just going to, I'm just going to like be relish, and re- where you yeah, are. relish in this right now. <laughs> Uh, I would love, so one of your events, one of the ones that I've been to is the, um, is it called the sovereign, the sovereign space? Ceremony? Sovereign yeah, space, yeah, yeah. And sovereignty is—I kind of—I don't know. I feel like I see it a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like it's—it's it's written in a lot of like posts that you'd see online, mm-hmm. or it's kind of spoken in, or it's—it's it's in a title of someone's program. And I would just love to like break it down and peel it back a little bit, like what the fuck is sovereignty, yeah. and how do you explain it to like you know? Joe Blog that works on a construction mm. site or, you know, not in a judgment way, but how do you explain it to the everyday human? Because like we quite often use these yeah. words in these spaces and in our work and in our coaching and all that stuff. And I'm like, it sounds nice, and but I'm like, it's kind of just fluffed up words in mm. a lot of sense. And I'm like, what is it? Yeah, it's such a good question. It can be really confusing. And I'm actually going to use the framework of one of my teachers because it's one of like, she has one of the best explanations for it. And so there's a bit of nuance in it because she's the queen of nuance. And to give her all due respect, her name is um, Kendra Kunoff. She's uh, from the US. She's in, in, she's small, like online, but her, her impact and what she has done and how many people she's worked with over the last 20 years is incredible and very deep and genuine. I really resonate with her. My version of sovereignty in a simple way that I would, before I go into hers, because it's a little bit, um, there's layers to it. What I would say to my dad, if I'm thinking about Joe Bloggs, um, <laughs> would be that external circumstances don't dictate your choices and neither do internal circumstances. You know, it's just no matter what we say and no matter how we want to in some way, shape or form say we have to or else or we must because we have choice. And, you know, people might say, well, what if I was born in a wheelchair? I don't have choice. And it's not about um, what I don't like when people say, well, everything is a choice is the subtle undercurrent of judgment and um, push of kind of responsibility. Well, it's your choice. And there's like this subtle, co- like it's, it's, it's like a covert shame. And I see actually quite like really makes me sad and fuck like I've done it 10, 10 years ago when I, you know, anything polarizing in a post gets a lot of of traction so I understand the pull towards that and the feeling of passion when you just find something you just want to polarize the shit out of people so they wake up which I have found is like a almost like a bit of a violent way to do things in a sense and I really mean that I think it might shake a little bit but I I actually think um as much as some people say to me yeah like you're straightforward you're really tough I'm like I am so soft (laughs) so soft inside especially (laughs) but I just we have choice so let me unpack that a little bit more because Kendra has she has five pieces to this um and the first one she she says like the the basic understanding whereas like where our you know actually let me summarize in a nutshell if I was speaking to my dad we are our own agent we govern our own life. We make our own decisions. The end, full stop. No, yeah. no, no buts, no ifs, buts, or what ifs at the end of that. And that's it. That's what sovereignty is, that we're our own agent. Yeah, we make our own decisions despite anything else going on, internal, external influences. Mm-hmm. And so Kendra has these five pieces to it. And the first one is that external circumstances do not dictate your decisions. They may influence, they may impact, they may have impact on you. But to be sovereign is to, to not give that power to external circumstances dictating your choice. And some people might say, 
well, I'm a parent. So I can't just go out and um, get drunk and leave my kids at home. To be sovereign in that situation would be to own that, well, I have a child and my values are that I don't leave my child at home and therefore I make the decision to not go out. I could, but I choose not to. Yeah. So is there consequence or sacrifice or are there a ripple effect? And by the way, the word sacrifice um, is derived from the... I think it's the Latin origin, I'm almost certain of that, is to make sacred. So to give oneself to make sacred. So you are in essence making your um, child's life and whatever that that value sacred because you are choosing to stay home with them. It's not that you can't, it's that you choose not to. And some people will say, well, I have to work because I have to pay the bills. It's like, well, you don't have to you choose to pay the bills you've made that commitment you have that that feels like a value to you or integrity and it can sound really harsh of like well if I don't pay my bills and this is why I don't want this subtle shaming to to be felt or heard or you know confused here well if I can't pay my bills then and I can't pay my mortgage then the bank will take my house and you know so we can look back at our life and realize we've made all of these different decisions to opt into that loan in the first place or opt into these things and and what it does is when we look at ourselves in that sovereign place and come from that sovereign perspective, it, it allows us to realize I did choose all of this. I may not like where I've ended up and I may not have realized that I had a choice there. But when we swallow that, you know, swallow that for a moment and become in right relationship with life, which is just to accept what is, there's this giant weight that comes off our shoulders. We don't have to blame anyone else for anything anymore. We don't have to feel like someone else is responsible. And in a way, if whether we realize or not, we don't feel like we're powerless. Yeah. So the second piece is that internal circumstances do not dictate my choices. As in my emotions and my mind don't dictate my choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a really important piece because the external one's really easy to touch and feel it's easy it's tangible but the internal one is like oh oh shit if I'm gonna own that one then I've got to realize that when jealousy arises in me that I have a choice there now this one's a little bit like there's nuances to everything because if we've been in an experience where we've learned to disassociate away from like an intense feeling which so many of us had in the mm. last, if we've been alive in the last couple of hundred years. So I say this with deep compassion, but it is about understanding that we get to make a decision to become our own agent and what needs to happen in order for us to be back in that place of choice in position with that. So it's not like you're not wrong. You're not weak. It's not your fault, but you can do something with that. Yeah. So your internal circumstances do not dictate your decisions, your, when they do, then you're essentially, you're not sovereign. Yeah. And that's not um, to make anyone feel afraid. Like there's moments where I don't feel like I'm sovereign or I've responded to my emotions and I've just reacted and I've felt like you've made me feel this way, but truly no, like we get to respond to our own internal circumstances and it's our responsibility. Mm. The third piece um, is that limitation of choice gives us a truer freedom so remember when we used to have i don't know if you had it in nz but neapolitan ice cream it had like chocolate strawberry oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so vanilla yeah yeah. yeah 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 and now there's like a fucking every flavor on the planet of ice cream um and some would say that that's the opportunity in the world is your oyster and that might be true and when we commit to and devote to things that are in alignment and we limit our choices, we find that there's this deep freedom that comes with that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's more to that, but it's a really, it's a really deep one. So I'll, just, I'll leave it there. And the, the fourth piece is that while we are interdependent, in, while we are our own agent and that is being sovereign, um, we're linked to everything and it has impact. Yeah. So we don't need to take responsibility for other people's experiences, but if we have the awareness that it impacts someone um, in a way that feels um, out of alignment or is violent or knowingly hurtful, knowingly and willingly, then sovereignty is knowing that you have that impact and choosing to not do that or acknowledging that you have that choice to not do that. 
Mm. I use the example at one of my, was it my last sovereign space? I think it was. You were there. There's the most beautiful photo of you in it. And I spoke about, um, I love to see people finding their voice and sharing their truth and what's true for them. And I think that there's a base around that topic to step back and take a look at the impact of what speaking your truth has on another. As an example, I don't believe that it is sovereign or present or kind if you are prioritizing the release of intensity of energy within you that is your truth if you are basing that you need to just get it out knowing that it might not be the time or the place or necessary to speak that but it's my truth therefore you just have to I don't don't, I'm exaggerating here you just have to take it and if it affects you it affects you that's not my problem yeah whereas I think that shivers who said it some guru said like is it kind? Is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? Mm. You know, it's like we have, we have impact and to be conscious and present with that impact is to be sovereign. And the fifth piece is being honest about where we are. We have to be honest about where we are and get into, you know, what can be called right relationship to be in right relationship with something is to be honest about what is not what your mind says it is not what you'd prefer it to be not what your filters say it is but what actually is and when we can accept what actually is here we can then be sovereign mm. when we're in fantasy or when we're fighting or when we're resisting when we're rejecting we can't be sovereign it is it is impossible to to be because you're living somewhere outside of the reality that is which how can you make sovereign decisions or how can you be your own agent and govern your life if you're not being honest about the situation? And that might even be, I was talking to a client this morning and we were working through her sense of deep fear and insecurity that comes up whenever she gets physically out of the space of her partner. And it only triggered um, six months ago for the rest of their marriage. She was quite distant and this, there was just this turning point. Um, in her life that happened and when we got down to it I kind of asked her what if a friend said to you well the only constant is change in this world what if I was teaching it and she's like yeah I'd be fine with it and I was like but when your husband says it you actually like it the absolute freak out what's the difference right because you know it's the truth what if you go inside yourself and you too admit that in this relationship cool, I choose you right now, but the truth is the only constant is change. And what if you actually say that? And what if you get into right relationship with the fact that you agree with that? Then how does it feel? And it was a fucking game changer. Her whole nervous system relaxed because she became in resonance in right relationship with her truth. Whereas before there was a part of her, the part of her obviously triggered and attached and some trauma and attachment just being triggered there, wanted it to be true that we could control this. And we could fixate it, but that's not really the truth that she didn't even agree with that. And it's not in alignment. So that's a very long winded answer, but hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's bloody gold because it's like, I think it's an important, you know, not to just, I think it's so nice that you've broken it down through those stages because like it does get like, oh, I'm just going to choose my own sovereignty. And then it's like, well, we can say that, but if we Mm. don't actually even just those examples you shared as well of like how we can, you know, um, choose it in those moments. But like, if we don't have that awareness, it's all just, like I said to you before, it's all just up in the head. Yeah. And a lot of this, even like you're, you know, people listening to this today, like you're hearing this, but there's a, a difference when we can start to really live in and understand these and you know you do this so beautifully even in your workshops like I said you hand you know you hand it over to us and a lot of lot of you know what we're talking about or what a lot of is taught is so fucking knowledge based and Mm. I get it that's one of the first you know ways that we we learn but I feel really deeply at the moment that there is so much more of this needs to really fucking drop down into lived experiences and into the body. Yeah. Like, like truly deeply. And I would love for you to touch on, cause I know you have some beautiful, you know, tools and resources and, and practical things that 
the everyday human can can do or touch on but like how do we get so attuned to ourselves that or start to be attuned to ourselves that you know we can notice oh I'm letting the external really fucking dominate me right now. Oh, shit, that's my own stuff. I don't like it. I'm just going to run from it and I'm just going to put more Band-Aids, more Band-Aids. I'm going to listen to another podcast. I'm going to listen to another book. I'm going to dive into another course. I'm going to go to another. You know, that was me for so long. Like I just, everything was like, well, if I can even go, even the healing world, like if I can do more healing, I'll be fixed because I wasn't coming from that space of wholeness of like, I am fucking enough I am here I am whole and complete whatever heals and whatever heals from that space just simply as an amplification yeah you know it but I was coming into any of these things like even like oh I need to be sovereign I need to be sovereign all in my head Mm. not in lived not like I'm like not lived just like I fucking know all this stuff I've read the books I know the podcast and so how do we start to just peel back some of these layers of awareness and start to drop it down into our body? Like just, you know, simple little tools that you have that they can go away with and just be like, oh, fuck, okay, cool. That's mm. not even hard. <laughs> How did you know that you're in your head? Like what was the moment that you realised it was in your head and not something that was in your body? I feel like there's been a few things that dropped my way. but I didn't pay attention to and something really massive happened to me this year and it hurt and it was really it was I was really like oh fuck fuck this is really fucking heavy and then I was like I have a I literally was like I have the choice right now to really let that externally fucking trigger me or I can have the choice to let all of this internal stuff like Mm really like oh I can distract myself from the internal stuff or I can just sit with Mm. and be with and and not in an ego way but almost just like I'm getting goosebumps but almost come up and with compassion look down not from like oh I'm higher and I'm looking down but it literally and I feel Mm. like that was because of you know the years the decade yeah the decade and I'm still you know an imperfect like I'm a human yeah I still have moments and I'm a mom and a wife and all those things and but where I feel like it it, a lot of it I think is knowing it but like moving it into the body with like with like you know through yoga and things like that as well like really like just dropping shit down into the body it's hard to say because I feel like it's not just like it dropped it was like yeah over time it's been years but that moment happened and I was just like I could feel I was like whoa this is not rosh and her normal you know I was like and I was almost like searching trying to grab for her too because I was like this is big yeah (laughs) like this is it was quite overwhelming and I'm like but I'm like no this is beautiful yeah the reason I asked that question and and thank you so much for answering that sorry to put you on the spot that's all right it's um I think the first I'm like this is my podcast now (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's it was it was part of I guess being able to answer you because my first like how do you how do you take it from there to there is like you got to know where you are right yeah how like how would you know if it's if you're in your head because I can I can guarantee most people who feel that they're in their head sorry that it's embodied and not in their head they wouldn't know like they wouldn't know so I would say that um, you probably have the sense and overconfidence um, in your mind about yourself and you probably feel like you're um, your voice is either either end of the spectrum of extreme self-doubt or extreme overconfidence. I would say if you have either of those, they, they can indicate you're probably disconnected from it being something that lives as a wisdom in your body. I, th- I think I'm like, I, I, I feel like that, like when I, I was like, mm, it's, a, it's such a good question. Like, how would you even know first though? And I also, your explanation was perfect because I was trying, my, my first answer was going to be um, like, firstly, take a breath and have compassion because there's going to be so many things that you know that aren't, you, you're not doing. 
Yeah. So that's probably another indicator. You know it, but you don't do it. Mm. It's it's still something you're, you know, there's this, 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 um, these four stages. I have no idea who invented it. I have heard lots of different people teach it, but um, it's firstly, you're unconsciously incompetent. So you don't know what you don't know. Then you're consciously incompetent and you realize you don't know this thing. Like you realize you don't know. So at first you have no idea that you don't even know. Like you're oblivious. The next one is you are consciously aware you have no idea. The <laughs> third piece is that you begin to practice something. You begin to become consciously competent and you can practice it, which is where a lot of people are at, Yeah. Um, which is, it's a stepping stone. So that's why I'm saying have compassion. It's like, fuck, we're all going to go through that piece. But the ego of today of this sense of feeling like we need to be something to be accepted, um, I believe drives that overconfident piece or that under under like the undercurrent of fuck I'm not good enough because I'm I can't do this both are toxic both are yeah both are toxic they're both toxic because you're not in right relationship so you can't be your own agent you can't be sovereign hey if you know that you're practicing it and you're doing conscious competence fucking go you most of our life will do that for a lot of things unconscious competence um will occur when you make the decision that this life isn't about, okay, this is Amber's perspective. And this is probably like very much filtered through my own, not very much. It is filtered through my own beliefs of how I feel about and live my life, which is that I'm devoted to life itself. You know, I'm devoted to it being deeply, like I'm devoted to the experience of it, the truth of it, the, the livedness of it, the like variation of it, the range of it. And therefore, when I practice meditation, it's not to try and make myself feel better or be an enlightened human. It's because I'm devoted to what is the most true and real in this world. That's always there. And so if I'm doing breath or if I'm sitting with my feelings instead of running away, it's because I know that the deepest, most fucking expansive experience is when I do that, mm. you know? So I'm, I'm devoted to that. So mm. it's like I'm consciously competent in many things and for 10 weeks I was I was consciously incompetent (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you just how how the the rate the waves that I rode during the first trimester of pregnancy was fucking wild jeez like it was looking back now I'm like whoa that was really really cool really really hard (laughs) um because I think that that we're being super accelerated through change um and i think the indication of like the insane busyness and the sense of unraveling and all these different thoughts and old behaviors coming up is just part of it you know i can see that now when i was in it i just thought i was losing my mind and so i had to just be so compassionate you know and that like this is where i am this is it like again right relationship this is where i am so i'm gonna be here I want to run away, mm. but pregnancy, you can't even, I couldn't even overwork. I couldn't have a little vino. I couldn't even have coffee. I could mm. eat blueberries and almonds and then try not to throw them up. That was it. That's all I had. <laughs> and the couch, mm. you know, and it was, um, I couldn't even read, couldn't even read a book. I was these migraines and this nausea. It was like far out, like, okay, cool. And now, now there's that, that drop in. Afterwards. Isn't that the work you teach? The totally. Yeah. Removing, removing like yeah. the distraction. Totally. From I thought being it was funny. Yeah. Ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> like I no, like, you know, I 100% teach this, don't distract. But now I'm like, I didn't want to be forced into it. Yeah, I don't want to fucking do it. But I, I made teach that it. choice <laughs> getting pregnant. Well, yeah, I did make that choice getting pregnant. It was a surprise, but it's still my choice. <laughs> So, and yeah, it's really beautiful. So I hope that gives a, a, a bit more of a like tangible experience. But yeah. to, to get embodied is you, you got to be honest about where you are. Mm. You got to be compassionate about where you are mm. and just be really okay with where you are and keep mm. practicing, but make your, whatever you're practicing a devotion to um, not who you're becoming, but just like who you are right here and what fucking matters to you in life. It's, and it's so, I'm like, this is the gold because this is the piece we get tripped up on. Mm. We sit down and I still, I still have to constantly pull myself back in. But like 
we sit down and quite often we will even when we invest in something or we even the podcast chat today it's like okay what do we want to talk about and it's like there's always like a drive of like the outcome yeah and it's like what if we just have a conversation and it just rolls and so much of that for life right but the when we sit down and do meditations and this was me we hit um when we moved in 2019 we hit like a huge financial rock bottom Mm. and you know like everyone's like 2020 was the worst year we were like 2020 we were all right 2019 was fucked for us (laughs) we're like that was like a write-off but we got what we you know similar to you with your 10 in your first 10 weeks we literally it was like you want to do all these things and be all these humans here you fucking go guys and and still unraveling my nervous system from it like there's still Mm -hmm. such a bind but I used to sit in meditation and I remember this and be fucking praying to be such a different person. They'd be praying that almost like our life was so broke, like our life is so broken. It's so, you know, like that best be the live. I hate it, but like live the best version of you life. Like, yeah. like everything outside of you is, or the future you five steps from now is so much better than who you are now. And I yeah. love this piece of like, when you're in right relationship, when you are sovereign and you are like, this is where I'm at. Mm. And I'm sitting down and I'm taking a few deep breaths or I'm drinking my coffee or whatever it might be, or I'm going for a walk with my kid or when we can like bridge, bridge the gap of like everything we do, having to have an outcome or an expectation, or we, we'd have to do it because we're so broken. Like life isn't okay now. If it's messy, it's not okay. It's only good. It's only good when I've got like an abundance of clients booking in or whatever it might be, instead of just being like, this is just owning just where you fucking are at every single moment of day the day sitting with that and doing the things because there's just an energy of like this is what I'm doing the piece of like this just gets to be like an amplification from that little seed of I am already this this is where I'm at that I'm inherently whole like this is it like this is it this moment is it it's it it's all we fucking have it's all we ever will have but the, the matrix mm. that we've been so conditioned into, and I still have to constantly, uh, like literally I feel like I'm just like every day there's un, more layers of unhooking because we yeah. have been so sold, even in, this is why I love your spaces, even in the, the spiritual worlds or the healing worlds and the mm. coaching spaces that you're coming to me because you're so fucked up. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you all the answers. And I bought into that for so long. Yeah. Like I really did until I, because again, I was learning from head to head yeah. and buying from someone else's mind and knowledge to like learn on that level. Yeah. And I think when we can start to just really drop down and then even be so whole of our decisions, like I am investing, you know, to go to Amber's workshop day. And even the first couple of yours, I was like, oh, I'm coming in with this expectation. The second couple, I went and just going, I'm just here yeah I'm just here and the last one I was like holy fucking Jesus like the breath took me in Mm. but I just got into a state but I didn't go in to that day and I remember all of these moments even in the last like 12 months I'm going in from like I don't I'm not coming in to be fixed Mm, I'm not gonna get anything so good that's it like that's it that's a sweet spot that's what you don't have to like from there I'm like you're done go live life Fuck yeah. Yes, and you do get to enjoy life. Totally. Nothing, I don't know, like yesterday I had a moment like I had my, like Louis has Wednesdays off till he goes to school next year with me. Yeah. And his cousins came and then we were going for a bike ride and then we're going to get a coffee and then they didn't want to separate and they were like, oh, can you like, um, I was like, well, I'll take them all to the park, like to my brother. And they were like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, you know, in the back of my head, like even a few weeks ago, I would have been like, oh, no, I should go home and finish some of those edits by Louis mm. and watch some TV. And I was like, no, 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 I just want to be more in the state of just allowing so and flow. I just had the most, of, ended up having them for dinner. I like, had them the whole day. And even again, it's one of those moments where I'm looking down and just going, even a few weeks ago, I would have been like slightly aggravated yep. that I didn't get to do and be in my masculine. Not that it's, you know, I've got a mass more like, getting shit done day to day but yesterday I was like no it's just 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 allowing awesome and just being in the flow of and it was such a beautiful fucking day so good so good Mm -hmm. I love it 
I know you speak, and this is going to be the last little little piece to this, but like it's all the undercurrent of this as well, but you, you really speak bigly into energy before action. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of like business owners follow, you know, this podcast. So if you could like align it just a couple of yeah, for sure. points into that. And I know you had, I mean, it's it's a weave of it, but I know earlier in the year you also had like a, a, a place where you were more in, I'd say that the action. And- oh yeah. <laughs> Before I was horizontal. <laughs> and then, but then you were like, you had to like, you, you took yourself through some processes as well to help unravel that. You've got a beautiful solo podcast on it. Do I? Okay, good. <laughs> I think you asked yourself like questions like. Uh, is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I and like I know that's like a that different, a it's the same, same. Yeah, different, cool. But. Look, I would say like to, to make it super simple, for, especially for the energy before action, really simple way of thinking about it is like, you know, you're going to respond totally differently if you're in a reactive state, as opposed to if you're in like a centered state, right? We all know that that's really easy to do. That's a no brainer. We're like, of course, the constant repetition of that line from me, that teaching that I'm harp on about energy before action energy before action is driving home probably two things one is that we're most often in action before we're in being which means we actually don't know what direction we're going in when we don't know we can't be certain that the direction that we're coming from is a sovereign one because we're probably in our head whereas if we prioritize being and our energy like are we calm is our nervous system calm is our heart and head in coherence are we breathing evenly and rhythmically like where are we at right now? Are we just in habit? Do, are we just inspired and therefore like go, 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 go. And then that is hijacked by our ego of like, this is what we should, you know, mm. or if we get in right relationship with ourselves, if we regulate our nervous system through a few even rhythmic breaths through the nose and shift that, or if we're like feeling agitated or in scarcity and we chuck a conscious tantrum for two minutes of, I don't fucking want to fuck, you know, like lose our shit or we dance to some good music or we go and enjoy a coffee and soak in what we actually do have. And then we come from that space and then we make a business decision and then we write an offering and then we, and then we, and then we, and then we. And if we constantly commit, again, if we devote to that, you will feel so much better in everything that you do. Everything Mm. you produce will be from this state of feeling so connected Mm. and so genuine and it's going to feel easy. So that's and what it that sounds is. so easy, but the game, the default and the patterning for so totally. many and a lot of, and this isn't any judgment. This is just like, I've been so hooked into these things before. Totally. The energy is so much like the action and the doing and the go and write your list to do. And like, you know, like, and you're like bound up. And then you're kind of wondering for so many humans, like, why is nothing really fucking working? It's like... Because it's so push. simple <clears throat> when we can just flip it. Yeah. But it takes, you know, it does take owning where we're at and totally. constantly coming back and asking ourselves that as well. Totally. And radical responsibility of like, if you're not, if you are in those spaces of like, I'm just in like hustle mode or force and like, it's like, okay, cool. So how can you support yourself to unravel from that and then come back into that energetic space first? Totally. So that's, that's where that comes from. That's the energy before action is rooted in like, where are you operating from? Mm. Which simple as we could talk about forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, but But we won't. (laughs) So many beautiful little, I mean, so many deep, potent conversations that came through and I know on your website you have a free 15 minute it's a somatic practice so it's like a it's called feel free um because I, I remember when I I'm, I've re-recorded it um multiple times in the last couple of years the last one just in June but I made it in 2017 and I didn't know what to record it but I just it essentially helps people clear like built up emotions, tension. It gets you out of your head. It regulates your nervous system and it gives you like a clearing. So you feel free. Mm. So that is the perfect example of energy before action. Cause you're coming back into yourself, coming back, perfect. grinding back into your body. 
and I'll pop that in the, in the show notes. And you have cool. a couple of spaces, I think, coming up for your um, alchemy retreat in December as well. I do. Yeah, we've got four spaces left for that, which is absolutely wild how quickly that filled up, but beautiful because I guess it's people are desiring that in these times. Yeah, December 2nd to 5th. And I'll, Sunshine pop, Coast. Um, I'll pop your links in for that as well in the show Thank notes. You. And watch the space for when she does hopefully she does one before she births a child next year one more of her beautiful sovereign space days or just even the um mini bite-sized one of those because if you're on the hopefully the borders are open then too but if you're on the gold coast and you can make it highly highly recommend it's just a beautiful day to again just go in with no expectations and it's fucking nice to have a day where you just go in and create like six hours and you're just in a little bubble and you're with community and you're just loving on yourself and you're breathing. And it's just, I always just call them like nice little like energetic top-ups that, you know, mm. they're just, they're so good. You just kind of, you know, feeling some more goodness, pouring some more good juice into yourself and come out and for like days, weeks, and just like, oh my God, clarity. So good. Thank you. Mm. So Thank you, beautiful soul, for taking the time this morning. I really, really appreciate it. And I can't wait for everybody to dive in and listen to all of your fucking magic and experience it too. Again, like really download that freebie. And, you know, Amber's got some incredible podcast episodes as well with some amazing fucking humans. So go, I'll put the link to those as well. And remember like one massive point here is like you can listen to this and do nothing at all and then just go on to the next podcast the next podcast the next podcast the next book but maybe you know finish this podcast today put your hands on your heart and just do something even if it's just deep three deep slow breaths and just like remind yourself of that every single day because like that that is the the work where we can start to embody and not just listen thank you so much rosh you're welcome Listen up, podcasters. Thank you for sharing this space with me today. The gratitude is real, but I am really excited to share with you how you can work with me beyond my epic photo shoots that I do for the heart-driven business movers and shakers of the world like yourself. Right now, drum roll please, the doors are open for you to come in and work with me in an intimate one-to-one three-month coaching container. This is an opportunity for you to bust through playing small, lean into heart-centered selling, vision cast, create a line strategies, and so much more for your business and life. If you're ready to build your freedom and lifestyle like never before, from a place of flow, intuition, and integrity, then now is your chance, beautiful. Come and say hey over on the gram or send me an email via my website link in the show notes. I am so freaking excited to connect.